Welcome to the Skillshot Pincast, episode 51. I'm Graham. And I'm Kayla. And uh, we're just coming off the heels of the Northwest Pinball and Arcade show. That was a good time. Yeah, indeed. I made it there for a good chunk of Saturday, and you were there for Saturday and... And Friday. And Mm -hmm. Friday? Cool. Well, we we can uh, get into that a little bit further on a... Uh, yeah, later on in this episode, perhaps, or maybe, maybe. the next one. So, or when we uh, hang out with Brad and Gordon, and talk that's about true. It too. We might we might just kind of sprinkle this around. Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, today we've got a, a guest on uh, in another part of the country. Yeah. And uh, Kayla, do you want to give a quick introduction to our guest here? Yeah. So we've got Dan Burfield today from Tilt Cycle. Um, repurposes machines and makes amazing artwork out of them, and he's out of Pittsburgh. And Dan, hello. How are you? Great. How, well, I'm good. Another. I'm sorry. What was that again? You guys are doing good. I heard. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're doing good as well. Awesome. Am, yeah. Am I cutting out a little bit at all? Just a little bit, but I think it's going to be okay. What do you think, Graham? Yeah, we'll roll with the punches. I think yeah. this is probably about as good of the connection as we're going to get okay. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you just start it off by telling us like what your involvement in pinball, your first involvement in pinball is, and how you came to be so deeply involved in it. Um, yeah, so about uh, about two thousand around the year two thousand, somebody gave me a pinball machine, and I, oh. and if you know what that leads to, yeah. um, an obsession because it didn't work, and so mm-hmm. uh, you know I went to a, I, I was driving somewhere it was around Christmas, and this guy was like. Christmas trees and pinball machines for sale. So <laughs> I go into this like, this like, this unemployed uh, and and to back up like SeaWorld and all that other business uh, in Ohio, living in Ohio. And so he was a, a unemployed um, amusement park mechanic hmm. who just had so happened to have an obsession with pinball. And so, and to the point where he had like duplicate machines for parts. And I was like, oh my God, this is the, this is the coolest dude I've ever met. Yeah. So I traded him my uh, crummy wedgehead for a Joker poker and some cash, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, I fell in love with the Joker. And, and uh, then when I was liquidating my assets, I got rid of it, which was a terrible mistake. And it's one of those games you go, oh God, I need that grail back you know, yeah. someday. So anyway, then I had then I went through a series of um, I had an empty house and I had a, I had like twelve broken machines and and so it was all about not having any money and and I used to boast to the league I had the largest collection under a thousand dollars. Nice. And they're like, yeah, but what works? And, the, and absolutely nothing. But I had like one with no back glass that kind of worked, and that was a time zone which I like totally fully restored, following all the. Um, this Shaggy podcast, if you remember Topcast, this was going way back before any podcast. Mm-hmm. You had like little video tutorials and then you could buy DVDs. So um, I did that for a, I did that for a little while. And then, and I was an artist back in the nineties with uh, bands and stuff. So I was doing stage sets for industrial. Uh, so, but when things got really, really dark and very Marilyn Manson-like, I uh, just got out of it because it was just creeping the shit out of me. <laughs> so uh, it took about a 10-year hiatus on art. And um, somebody in the league opened a store, and he said, look, we're going to do an art show. And so all the guys that do the um, wonderful pinball illustrations for Papa T-shirts, Holderman, and um, and now I'm spacing the other guy's name. But... um they were in the show with me and, and, and he said, basically, we're going to do a pinball scene show. Mm-hmm. Can you make something? And so I had three pieces that I worked on and the first piece sold in the parking lot. And so I was like, holy crap, this is really, and it was fun. Like it was the first like section of a play field. This play field that I got was just shot. And so I cut uh, the best part of it out and lit it up with LEDs. It was like early, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, I have a cold. Oh, but anyway, um, so I threw that into a, um, a box with glass, and that and actually it sold in the parking lot. And then another guy said, "Well, I'll give you another twenty dollars on top of that," and he bought it off the other guy. Oh my so gosh! I, was, <laughs> I know. I was. So like, you're like, I'm undercharging. In, like, uh, this is, I think you're. When I was like, warp dolls burn. <laughs> 
burned rope. It, it was like even at, at the end of a show. And so it just, it, I enjoyed doing it, but it wasn't making any income. And it was just yeah. a house full of creepy dolls. <laughs> so that kind of, it's a depressing life. It's a depressing thing to be an, an artist that makes, doesn't really have an, an audience. Mm-hmm. So then when I got into pinball and it was like, oh my God, it was color. And I could really like open up the monochromatic palette that I had to work with. Absolutely. And, um, and, and now it's just, it's just bursts of color. And so that's, that moved me into that direction. And then I, some through Instagram, which is really where like the whole business has started for me. Hmm. I had, um, um, Amy Mother's Ball from the, the Devo family contacted me and said, let's do a show. So I did my first solo show back, which was just crazy because I had to fill like, I don't know, 10 feet of wall space. And I was like, holy crap, I don't have anything. So, That's a lot of space. Yeah. Um, I worked. Yeah, but it was a great space. And um, <laughs> this was in Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's right down from Stonehenge for the um, Ohio people. Um, the, one of the greatest collections in, in Northeast Ohio. And where they filmed Night but, of the Living um, Dead. <laughs> oh, no. Night of the Living Dead was in Pittsburgh. Oh, was it really? I think so, parts were filmed in Akron, though. I could be wrong. Which, which parts were? Was no, it the, the original. Well, it the original was here. Okay. Actually, I dated a girl that lived next to the house, with the original house, the mm-hmm. original farmhouse. Very nice. Where they where they hold up and everything. So yeah, yeah. I'm totally if wrong. You come, if then. you come in for a replay, I will show you the mall. Nice. For the uh, the, the the mall one, the, the um, uh, Dawn of the Dead. The Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. which I think is better in yeah. a lot of ways. And they used to have the zombie museum where everybody would come in and sign their names and stuff. And oh, cool. So. So one, that's probably my favorite. I think that is more of a, it's kind of like a heist movie, like a hostage situation oh, sure. for the second half. And I'm not crazy about the hostage plots, but mm-hmm. so I digress. But, um, <laughs> how, how did you get your yeah, start so, into uh, artwork? Like, did you do, do formal training or have you always just kind of like tinkered with things? Yeah, I was, I um, one of those like, uh, someone told me it sucked and then I would say like, oh, well, let me show you. I'm going to do it 10 times better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they would say, well, that's, that's really not, you know, let's go back to the basics. Like my art teacher was, was super uh, oppressive. And, mm. and so every time I, I, okay. So the first show I had in Akron, um, Cleveland that I was invited to, um, it was right around tank girl. The girl that did all the costumes for tank girl, the movie mm-hmm. um, was from Cleveland and she had moved to LA to do, to do this thing. And she got a job at Mattel so it was kind of following in her footsteps with her aesthetic. Um, and actually, she did all the costumes for Ministry on the Lollapalooza tour. Oh, crazy. So she was doing very well. And I, I was, like, just enamored with her and um, kind of followed her to L.A., but that's another story. And <laughs> then, um, so in Cleveland, the first show I had there was a, was a sellout. And I was like, holy crap. And But then I was super punk rock. Like, I'm not selling out, man. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just like went off the rails with that. So well, it was a mistake, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's how that all fizzled out. So, now you're now you primarily cough. like you. Oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I have to cough. No worries. <laughs> okay. I understand it. Um, so then, like you've been doing the just pinball mostly as your main gig for what the last like seven, eight years or so. Yeah, I would say, oh, I keep trying to think, because it was two, I think it was like 2006 or 2007 that uh, Mendelssohn said, dude, come over here and do some pinball. Mm-hmm. So I did that, but then it was another maybe years before I did the, the Mother's Ball show. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was like once a year I would do something. So the year after that, I did Replay Effects. Then I did the Three Rivers Arts Fest. And this year, I'm going to do Replay Effects again. So mm-hmm. every year, I try to have like one big show. Mm-hmm to focus on and, and then I spent six months uh, going nuts <laughs> and this year's been pretty good but like I can't get my inventory up and and that's good because people are buying they're right. like oh my god that's awesome I want it mm-hmm. yeah, so I said, okay what well, you don't want to make this mistake of saying like no I'm not going to sell that and then you just they lose interest and mm-hmm. yeah it's it it's kind of like okay well I'd rather have not enough than mm-hmm. I are you doing a lot of like are people getting you custom projects or are you kind of just scouring Craigslist yeah. and finding machines too? Um, 
if, if, I'm sorry. What, what, I, yeah, I'm getting a lot of custom orders mm-hmm. for stuff. Um, the big thing right now is the silhouette, the cutout silhouettes. And yeah, I, I, I just think, saw I'm that. doing a. Do, Oh, sorry. I was just—I I was gonna say—I just saw those um, posted as the Northwest Pinball Champions uh, trophies. So you made a silhouette of yeah. Seattle. Yeah, I'm doing a. Um, he was like, "Can I do? Can you do Mount Rainier?" And I was like, "Okay, but it doesn't really. It just looks like a lump. So let's do the city <laughs> yeah. skyline with. You know, and it's actually kind of a. It would work better, but that does for blackout silhouette. So I've added both, and and then I said, "How's this look?" And he was like, "Holy crap, that's awesome!" So. <laughs> yeah. We worked it out to um, the grand prize donation. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm um, going to do that. I'm probably going to do Pittsburgh for replay effects. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I started off with, you know, octopus, octopu- octopuses. I looked Octopi? that up. It's actually. Oh, is it? Okay. You that's can say octopi, but. Good, good, good. <laughs> it's something about Greek and Latin. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, right. uh, <laughs> so then the, the, so the octopuses and then. Um, and you then the mermaids. Mm-hmm. And, a and then now symbol. I'm starting to do. <laughs> oh, and I did Buffalo from Buffalo, New York. Nice. A couple of those. And then, um, oh, I'm doing a guitar out of. So Gottlieb Rock. Mm-hmm. I have a play field from Gottlieb Rock, and I'm doing a, some guitars cut out for that. Awesome. Um, certain certain guitar guy in pinball is interested. So we'll see. <laughs> huh, but I have to. Over there in you know, Everything is maybe? prioritized. <laughs> Maybe he lives out in the Hollandish. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shouldn't hmm. shouldn't name names. Right. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> um. So that's that's going kind of well. That's that's kind of a really cool idea, and uh, I was really happy when it came came together with the, uh, you know, they're all one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out like you. Um. Oh, and I'm doing Wu Tang Clan. A yeah, bunch yeah. of Wu. Uh huh. So yeah, I, I know I, you got done. Uh, Don from one of the pinball podcasts, right? He has the Wu-Tang clan symbol that you gave him. Yeah. Yeah, it looks super sweet. I know Carland has one. Okay. Um, a girl in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Don has one from the pinball podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, I can't remember. But the, the Wu-Tang is forever. You know, oh, yeah. But, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, does the, right. And these are like cutouts from the Playfield and the cabinet art or mostly just Playfields? Mostly playfield cabinet mm-hmm. is is so stenciled. Yeah. Um. But the larger pieces, I'm doing a collage of cabinet. Um. Like the, I have a very large octopus in at uh, Donardo's in Portland, mm-hmm. and so that one is um. It's just uh, railed cabinets because playfields only go to generally 22 inches. Mm-hmm. Um. You have to consider the shooter lane. Uh, what because it's not using a graphic and. So those those are limited on the, the size. So I did a United States map, and that was I think about forty inches mm. on the horizontal. So I had I definitely had to do cabinet. And what's what's cool about that is I I was able to kind of like I did a horseshoe out in the Midwest, and um, mm-hmm. the, the start button was Pittsburgh. So <laughs> Very stuff nice. like that, which is yeah, you know, you could probably customize and say I want to I'd like a star in my part of the country. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and is that oh, just uh, jigsaw and sanding and like just some wood glue? Like, yeah, it's a lot of um, well, it's a lot of putting together, and then this humongous pile of wood I have in the garage, yeah, and then wood glue and yeah, so yeah, they look awesome. So you're doing a killer job. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very very excited about but but this stuff. Um, and then I'm kind of moving into street art for. Mm-hmm. Um, like custom pinball characters. Like I have a no good gopher. So I have the gopher from the back glass. Uh, it's pretty large. So it's like a 30 by 40 wall piece. And, oh, wow. uh, you know, it looks so spray paint, wee paste and stuff like that. And neon. Um, that's, that's, that's probably more large, the larger collection where I, I there's a gallery in Akron or in, in, in Pittsburgh that I'm trying to get in with mm-hmm. those stuff. But so that's kind of the new stuff, but it's really on the, you know, after replay effects is over. Mm-hmm. Focusing more on that. And, um, but fun, a lot of fun. I, I did a big Henry Rollins. It's like a six foot Henry Rollins and 
live in San Francisco, <laughs> 81 or some craziness. And oh my he just looked like he just got punched in the face 10 times. And he might have punched himself it, in the it, face. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when he knocked himself out with his own mic? Yeah, I've heard that story before. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. or his knee. I know he hit himself in the knee with his knee. He was, <laughs> he was too amped. Too intense, you know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, like, are you finding different more pieces in, in pinball machines as you continue this that you're like, ooh, what can I do with that? Like, that's not just repurposing yeah. the art. It's more like the mechanics of it. Like, you'll, oh, you'll um, take coin slots and make those into, like, nightlights, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Anything that comes in the mall machine that I that I can reuse into mm-hmm. instead of the garbage. Yeah, um, right. I'm finding that it's it's actually a lot better. I feel a lot better about donating the parts to Papa. Mm-hmm. That's been a kind of a trade off. They gave me a machine that was full of termites, and so <laughs> I kept the glass and the plastics and the one and the playfield didn't get touched with the harder wood. Mm-hmm. But um, the other stuff is is kind of it. It's just infectious. So, mm-hmm. but um, on the trade, I I gave them you know Zachariah parts and just we shipped it because you know I'll get playfields. I get them in bulk. So okay. the guy doesn't really want to take the time. It's a it is a long process stripping down a playfield. Yeah. So all those parts generally you know go into boxes and they're labeled whatever. But now I'm I'm just clearing out because. I don't need, you know, 1,400 stand-up posts or drop targets. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, and especially, like, I did, I did contact, and I know Papa has a contact, so he's like, hey, here's a contact, and then mm-hmm. I just did a Dolly Parton, and, I'm, and the, the uh, you know, the one of the texts is like, I have a Dolly Parton, so mm-hmm. well, that's kind of yeah. cool. Like, that's a little bit better than uh, than just putting them into collage stuff or whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, screening just to do some I'm glad so that's is because I'm where most of the paint is missing except for this and that this and that and so I don't know how to what to do with them but mm-hmm. uh, new ideas to, to silk screen over them and, and uh, kind of like good. a Warhol if you can imagine yeah the uh, faces and stuff so that's that's the next thing, but again, that's after replay effects. Mm-hmm. And time gets, I get freed up a little bit. Excuse me. Um, do you have a piece that you consider your the pinnacle of your pin art? Um, I'll tell you the the with the wheat paste, um, no good gophers has been in the in house for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's now in my office because it's just I love to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much emotion and with all the paint, I, I probably did 12 layers of paint. So, you know, wow. I'd let a layer dry and then come back and add a little bit more and come back. And it's actually kind of like the, the process that I put on the, um, pinball machine I put on the roof of Papa. If, if you all saw that, I know orange took a picture, a couple pictures. We put, I put 600 LEDs in it. Oh my and then, um, but that was, that was in the, the, that was the winter one right before. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if I yeah, saw that. Yeah, it was the winter papa two years ago, I think it was 2015 or 16. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was, uh, I put all my favorite pinball people on it and wheat paste and, and then painted and painted and said, mm-hmm. welcome to papa. So we, the idea was that there's no sign that says welcome to papa and people just drive around and right. don't know where the hell to go and, <laughs> yeah. unless they look for pinball stickers. Yeah, the only reason I found it is because I went with a Pittsburgh local, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it's this building here, right?" <laughs> but now that they're, and we have no idea what's going to happen to yeah. it now. But there's they're... really like even even everyone on the end doesn't even know. So mm-hmm. I know are they shut down that... now? Like, are they closed? It's, no, I mean, I wish... we just had Fight Club like uh, a couple nights mm-hmm. ago. So mm-hmm. I mean, the Fight Club is like play test for for replay effects. Gotcha. But, um, so it's like a little mini tournament. It's a play, you know what I mean? If they mm-hmm. find something wrong, well, then, now they know what to fix. But, yeah. Um, so no, it's not shut down. It's just all, right now it's just about the replay effects, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. But, um, and they're getting more games. And so this year's 
probably boasting in like another hundred tens, something like that. That's I know so there's crazy. more video games. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just exponentially. And I know there's plans to make replay effects larger next year. Oh my gosh. So that's, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think r- rumored is, uh, you know, at least a thousand. That's, but so that's insane. I'm not going to say that's exactly mm-hmm. what what's going down, but yeah, that's, that's rumored. So. I mean, I was that, there last think, year, and it, that space was definitely filled, and filled nicely. So, I can... oh my god, I, was, I got sick last year, and so I was there maybe a couple hours mm-hmm. on Thursday, which was a good day to go and really yeah. explore the, the the space. And I was like, holy mackerel! So, <laughs> you know, this year with my booth, I got a I got a double because I'm like, why not? Yeah. Hmm. And some of your pieces are rather large, so yeah, you'd want to have space for it. And I think I'm gonna put up. Well, this long story, <laughs> Re- repurposed um, redemption game. Oh, neat. So, because I'll have a little extra space and maybe have like a little thing for kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited. This 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 is going to be a great show. Absolutely. Um, cool. So, when did you start using Instagram to uh, showcase your your work? I think. Three years ago? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, I started, oh, no, yeah. It was like when my, my kid was a baby, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, when you have a baby, it's a, there's a lot of downtime. And so <laughs> you're yeah. lying on your side. You know, I was lying on my side, and I could just, I could lay there and look through Instagram and not fall asleep. <laughs> so probably four years ago, because she's five now. Okay. Yeah. It's really weird, but then, like, just, where like all the artists are yeah so i started getting super inspired and and jealous like oh my god that's so cool why didn't i think of it <laughs> but um that and then that started being my marketing like my the attention there for artists mm-hmm. tenfold like i could post something on facebook and i might get a few comments but instagram is just it, it's immediate and then you know, and I don't even have to like list it on a on a on Etsy because I have an Etsy site that I've had for for a long time, but this is such a pain in the ass. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's easier to interact with somebody, and then you know we can figure out a price or something like that instead of you know um, here's a you know here's a coffee table that I made, mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, how much shipping to Australia, and you're like, like no. you this priest, man. <laughs> Sorry, I Not don't think happening. you want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like more than the cost of the table. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, and so, and so. Right now, I'm doing. I'm trying to do furniture. I have. I after Allentown show. Do you guys know about Allentown show? It's the East Coast. It's almost in Philly, and it's friggin' amazing. It's been okay. it's been around for a long time. I know you guys. You know, I've heard about it. Yeah. Side. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, yeah, and it's one of those old ones, like Cake Boss showed up with a cake, <laughs> you know, so back in the Cake Boss days. So um, I got a big load of, you know, merchandise, you know, I, I got all the uh, the scrappers from that. Mm-hmm. So now I have guys that bring it to me and I pay them a couple bucks to haul because it's a nightmare for me to yeah. try and get them back. Mm-hmm. So I just got a bunch of inventory and like cabinets and so i'm starting to make furniture like benches and <coughs> sorry fine. so i'm making benches and then um what was, oh i'm doing an adirondack chair so hmm. and the design is going to be a fold up so that i can ship it easily that's, oh yeah it's kind of a barrier you know unless you have opinions that are local mm-hmm. to make the coffee tables is almost it's just impossible to say i okay yeah. Um, shipping art is is probably an advanced skill, and so there's a lot of that that's just uh, it's it's really hard. I I remember I had a guy in in like the West Coast wanting a bunch of panels, and I was like, I'm gonna have to strap these to a skid and like you know freight mm-hmm. these, and then it just became cost prohibitive. And and actually Molly, I bought a game from Molly Atkinson, mm-hmm. and she wanted a panel, and that. Uh, United Van Lines was like, sure, we'll strap it to the damn thing. So, <laughs> you know, they're they're like they come out and they they wrap it up and then we throw the panel and they keep wrapping it. It was awesome. It's like basically free oh, to get great. it out to her. 
That's yeah, fantastic. I was like, that's that's those guys are super cool. They're you know, it's like two or three hundred dollars to ship. Mm-hmm. a game, but you're going to be guaranteed that it's not going to show up broken. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you've heard those stories about, well, they took the head off and put it on top of the glass. Oh, God. And now it's sitting on the play field. And yeah. You're like, what? You can. They wanted to play it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'll so, take the scraps. But... Come on. <laughs> so I'm looking at your site here, and uh, I see you made a birdhouse. Yeah, I mean, those birdhouses were great. Yeah, that's really cool. they don't cool. last. Oh, really? Thank you. Yeah. That got me a lot of attention with the uh, Home and Garden. I can see like a Home oh, and yeah. Garden magazine. Sure. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what is it? Better Homes and Gardens of the UK. It's called Reloved. And it's more of an upcycle, but it's it's like a, you know, upcycling magazine. But it's pretty big. And I got in that, which was really, really cool. Yeah. The problem was like Barnes and Noble is the only person that sells it. <laughs> they wait like two months. But the birdhouses were great. I sold the. There's one that's beauty contest, and that one went to Molly, and she keeps it inside, which is really nice. Um, I did two for Papa, uh, hung a pole, and did the birdhouses. But it's just really impossible to weatherproof those things gotcha. because they're the the wood, and then they're already screened and it's, it's not plywood. It's just this, it's this indoor wood and you know, whatever. So I, I varnished the shit, but three of them that I had locally have just bit the dust. I oh. think it's easier if you're using recycled lumber from a house and then you can varnish and then get into the, you know, into the fiber. But it was just, that's kind of an impossible thing. And I'd, I'd love to do more, but they're really going to only get decorative yeah. to the house. Maybe so. dollhouses instead. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a I have an idea that's that's another another idea that I'm working on their pinball houses. It's a long story, but um, <laughs> and you'll see what I I'm talking. It's it's more sculptural. It'll be indoors and it'll be along the lines of the birdhouses. Um, really more of a fine art uh, touch. So and they'll they'll light it up. But um, that, again, yeah, dollhouse um, indoor only. And, uh, but really cool, a really cool way to repurpose a lot of the wood that I have. And I have boxes of broken plastics and Mm -hmm. plexiglass and, you know, from, from back box and stuff. So it's, it's always like, well, what can I do with this? And so that's one way, but Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah. Have you had some like, uh, we're cool. What's like one of the weirdest interactions with like getting free pinball parts? Like, like I know that when Papa had a flood, like the piece that I have from you is from Twilight Zone. Yeah. When Papa flooded, and it's beautiful. Like, so that that machine was just toast after that. So, do you have any yeah, any is, like weird stories of how you came to be came to find your parts? Well, we I would say yes. We had one that they were like, "Come get them," and it was waist deep in water. Oh um. Gosh. And then we just we just said no thanks. It mm-hmm. was just because water. I mean, you, there's some some parts it's like that. Like that Twilight Zone got wet, but it's cabinets are they're, they're plywood and they're very thick, mm-hmm. um, thicker than the playfields. Playfields go quicker anyway. Um, but that Twilight Zone and, and especially that Williams era, they're pretty freaking solid. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of a lot of those games from Papa just got hosed off, and I. I'm a little hesitant to get into to, to flood stuff, but um, I, I don't know if you saw, I posted this week, uh, this is probably the worst game that I've ever picked up. And it was an abandoned house uh, inside Pittsburgh at 1938 stoner. Yeah. Stoner brand is called chubby. Hmm. Graham is showing me a picture of it now. Yeah. It's, um, it's cleaned up. And so we're going to cut off the excess that got really wet and then frame probably the upper upper half of the place looks good. Oh boy. And so we're gonna do that. And then they're renovating the house. They these um Hopper's house and you know, this thing was like three grand uh, sheriff's auction. And so they're gonna renovate it and they wanna put this back in as a as a tribute to house. You said the so, machine's three three grand? No, the house is from Grant. Oh, <laughs> the whole house. I was like, 
still holding out. I was like, oh, what? And it was a cell friend who was showing me a big buck on her. I was like, that machine's more than a hand. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, you know. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you buy, that's like when you buy a mall for $100. Uh-huh. You're not buying them all. You're buying up all the taxes and the transfer title and all yeah. this shit. That, wow, that's cheap. Year, because the taxes are a little bit, it's not crazy. But, well, we might have to have uh, you say that yeah, right again because it's like cutting out. Yeah, could you repeat that last bit? We were cutting out a little bit. Oh, just just the taxes and, you know, you buy a $3,000 house, you're really buying the taxes. Right. Okay, gotcha. Man, I can't believe, I can't even like think of a house being that cheap right now. <laughs> Things are so expensive here. Um, but speaking Oh, yeah. I, there's, there's a lot of that, but it's, it's really sight unseen stuff. Uh-huh. You can go downtown and they'll have the whole thing to do and... All foreclosures and stuff. You can cure a house flipper. Demand it. So <laughs> you'd better have like an agent, you know, contractor, right? And all that stuff on hand. Yeah. Or be that person yourself. Like the the one guy that, that I know in Pinball. It's part of Pop. He he. I think he owns like eight houses, but he's been doing this you know, forever, and you know, he, um, he knows how to fix everything. And, yeah. Anyhow. That's kind of the same yeah. thing as like having a pinball machine. Things. Like you gotta have a guy on standby to come <laughs> fix it for you. Yeah, there's a couple couple of dudes that <coughs> sorry. Yeah, there's a couple guys that pop a half on staff mm-hmm. for all the games that they're getting and well not so much now. They're just now just on repair. Mm-hmm. But um it's that that's a hard thing to come by. Yeah. So um, what would you say for people coming that are coming into replay effects this year, what would you say are things that you would recommend for Pittsburgh tourism? Well, uh, I would say like Andy Warhol is a walking distance over the bridge. The Warhol Museum mm-hmm. is amazing. And I think, I can't remember what's right now. Uh, last year was, uh, way, way. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And and so it was in Warhol and Weiwei, and then you know that it was a really cool exhibit. But I really like Basquiat, so mm-hmm. I was a little pissed that you know I took uh, Jeff Gannon over there, and we were just I was a little like shit, man. But anyway, <laughs> I think he's back, and Basquiat's outselling Warhol right now. So there's a lot, a lot going on with uh, the Warhol Museum. Nice. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then. If you like to drink, there's a, a Southern Tier just opened pretty close to. Oh, yeah. It's all on the north side. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at the window and you see the river, it's it's over those bridges. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think I recommended to Tyler VA to to go over there for that Southern Tier. Yeah, they they um, make one of my favorite pumpkin ales. Of, mm-hmm. What's that? They make one of my favorite pumpkin ales. That Southern Tier pumpkin. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't drink beer. But um, <laughs> I, I was thinking that that's what they were talking about on, on Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's expensive, but everybody was freaking out about it. <laughs> so that's that. But there's, um, I mean, I work downtown, so I go into all the galleries, and that's really the, the most entertaining thing for me downtown is checking out the galleries. And actually, I, I was a little pissed because uh, Dunlop was in town for Papa. Mm-hmm. And there was this really cool, it was called No Wave or No Punk. Uh, and it's still, I think it's still happening, but it will, won't be there for replay effects. But it oh. was in, the, there's a big gallery. And it was all about the local, like not, not New Wave in the 80s. And they had all the pictures. And, oh, that sounds awesome. And then they had a couple band performances. And it was really awesome. And I didn't see it until like two weeks after Papa. Oh, man. Just, you know, I didn't, I was, yeah, I was like disappointed. I could have told people, but. Um, yeah, and then if you're a horror fan, it's it's not downtown. It's it's out in the east suburbs, which is the Monroeville Mall. That's where Dawn of the Dead, and actually that's where they did the you know the reshoot or the you know the 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 new movie, the newer version. Sure, they shot it all there, and it, it was really funny. The makeup artist was the sheriff of Monroeville, so there's oh, a lot of okay. like nods to the to the locals and. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, Kevin Smith shot that. Very nice. In that mall. Yeah. But, you know, that, that Zach and Mary. 
mm-hmm. porn, like a porno movie was shot on. Like, I didn't realize that was the same place. So, wow. Um, I didn't even know it until it was done, and I was like, wait a minute, that's the coffee house. And it, <laughs> where they, yeah, it was a coffee house, but that's where they were uh, shooting that fake movie or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I mean, that's I mean, always fun to like roll around and see where they where they filmed that. Because all the Batman with the uh, the Dark Knight was all filmed downtown. Oh wow! Um, during the summer, and so all the fake snows everywhere for a long time. And, <laughs> huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was, it was some cool. It's hard to watch the movies that you see shot in Pittsburgh because you're like, oh my God, now he's on the north side. Now he's on the south side. You're like, cut <laughs> a corner and they're suddenly like, on a completely wrong end of town. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, I'm, they're like, I'm going to California. And like, why are you headed east? You know, whatever. <laughs> Not funny. geographically accurate, right? <laughs> Actually, in my borough, they shot uh, nowhere. And they shot a couple, that Jack Reacher, that terrible movie. Oh, yeah. shot here and where they blow up everything because not a lot of laws out here. You can <laughs> shoot cannons. So they did a lot of that. It was wow. pretty obvious when the Paramount trucks were over at the Dollar General. You're like, yeah, <laughs> guess they're shooting a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only been to Pittsburgh one time and I... I found, you know, my friend took me to a black metal coffee house, which was pretty great. Um, went swimming. Like, we this year we're going to go to Falling Water and the National Aviary because I want to hand yeah, feed some penguins. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like that's 150 awesome. yeah, bucks to hang cool. out with a sloth there if you want to do that. Ooh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So There's a lot, a lot of stuff of... in Pittsburgh that I, I just haven't done because it was like, well, I'll just wait till I have children. And then Here now I just work and my wife does it with the kids. And yeah. I just, I miss some of that stuff. But we've done some. Like the Children's Museum is really awesome. And mm-hmm. there's some amazing art there. And I'm just like, oh my God, I, I love this. But um, that's, and that's right in that same block up there by the aviary. Oh, cool. But that's fun. And I, it's always like, it's stupid because people say, well, we're in town for Papa. What should I do? I'm like, well, this is really cool arcade, but you're almost like, man, eh, right. I'm at the arcade. Yeah. I'd rather do something else. And right. Mm-hmm. I can tell you where every nook and cranny pinball machine is, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to spend your time. I went to kickback cafe last time and Gaffettos, I think so too. Those places were cool. Yeah. Like kickback Lawrence cafe looks amazing. Is the place and, Kickback went out of business. Oh, did they? But, Dang. Um, if you know Papa Doug, he's he bought it and a couple other people. Okay. Like you know cool. Elizabeth Cromwell. Yeah. She, they're together, and so they they did a Kickstarter and Kickstarter they double funded, and so <laughs> yeah, and Kickback Kickback Starter is and so they're gonna open in time for replay. But I don't I don't I wouldn't expect it just yeah. because I can't imagine. I don't know why they're working both. <laughs> that's gonna be crazy yeah. but yeah and I'm, I'm kind of out of the loop just as i'm stupid busy but mm-hmm. um they they had to renovate a lot of stuff a lot of things were broken but and so the games part was really maintained it was just the you know nuts and bolts of this, of this business were, were not so they're getting like a new sign and you know this and that but yeah like i know a lot of people went to to cativo before replay effects and like we're hurt and mm-hmm. throughout the tournament because it's super smoky and yeah you know like if you're not used to that it's and that's like most of the country i don't think smoke anymore right but um we have some hard <laughs> hard liners that made some loopholes into their law so they can still smoke <laughs> in certain bars uh-huh. and so that that killed a lot of people I, I remember hearing about it last year. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And that bar in particular is just real high test beers and, and booze. And, you know, our league finals right down the street and, you know, waste our earnings down there. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of good pins in that side of town. That's, that's a little bit more chill side of town. Um, and yeah, we are just watching the Stanley cup finals. Oh yeah. Congratulations. The, the, the end of, oh yeah. Thank you. I know you're a hockey fan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, the Penguins are my ha, have been my brother's team for well, I, I don't know, twenty five years. Like since he was five or six. Dang, that's cool. Yeah. That's that's good. 
Yeah. He uh I don't I think it's partly because he likes the his name's Peter, so it's Pittsburgh Penguins for Peter and <laughs> penguins oh. were his favorite animal. Mm-hmm. And also like in the mid nineties, y'all had a great team too. Yeah, they were they were amazing. Like Lemieux and uh, yeah, that was that's what I didn't I grew up in Ohio, no no real hockey happening. Yeah. It yeah. was just Browns losing. <laughs> and then Browns are losing again. I and know. Cavs and, Nothing changes. And we had a soccer team, but that was it. And mm. like, the hockey was very foreign. Guys with Red Wings jerseys, but that was it. Uh-huh. So I still try to explain it to my brother who lives there. So I'm like, okay, this is hockey. You should really dig it. Like <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I did the parade today, the uh, victory parade. And, oh, fun. And subsequently, I'm exhausted. It was, uh, it was very hot and uh, just overwhelming. And getting to work and having to pay event fees to park oh, was not very exciting. And, and yeah, the commute and everything is a disaster. But yeah, I in Seattle was cool. I um, you know, parking is thirty dollars and shit. Oh gosh. But then you know, if, if your team wins once once in a while, like you're more than willing to to deal with that. I guess. Oh but, yeah. And Pittsburgh um, fans are diehards you know. too, so I'm sure that they, everyone is. I've lived here, it. yeah. Oh, they're nuts. Yeah, they're nuts. And I've lived here since 2003, and there's been two Super Bowls and mm-hmm. three Stanley Cups. So it's it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool, <laughs> but it's it's like oh my god, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so dominant. You know. Yeah. And I worked in sports. So I'm kind of like, I'm over most sports now, yeah. <laughs> that experience, because it was the sports in your face 24-7. And so uh, now it's just kind of like, okay, I'll watch hockey, but I really don't do the full season. And draw the line. Um, that's a lot of games. It yeah. is. What is it, like 84 yeah. games, 82 games for oh a God. season? Oh, my God. That's so many. I think so it's like many. 470 home games. You know? <laughs> It's tough. Like football fans, they're just like, oh, 12 games or whatever a year. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But it's, yeah, hockey is like, I remember when I first started watching it, I was dating a girl at the beginning of the season, and there was a different head coach by the end of the season, and I was dating a different person. And I was like, <laughs> God damn, hockey is a long season. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> and like kids have graduated college already. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, baseball is a relentlessly long season, but you know, those games, they're just, you're standing around for 75% of the time. Hockey, like they're moving yeah. and moving and moving and slamming into each other. And then they have to do it 80 more times. They got to get into some fights here it's, and there. Yeah. And yeah. you watch hockey and, and like these guys are full go. I know they're swapping out, you know, they're switching, but like they're full go and they, they don't, they don't run like 10 yards and then congratulate themselves every <laughs> Play. You're just like, God, enough of the showboating. The NFL drives me crazy. And that's that's partially it's partially due to watching a lot of hockey where the guys are like, okay, I scored a goal. You know, high fives. That's cool. Let's let's move on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. For sure. Well, um it's uh it's getting pretty late over there for you, so we'll wrap up here shortly. But I, just I have one more question if uh, you want to go. I, I had another question okay, too. You go so first. I guess we got two questions. Yeah. Is there a, like are there any project ideas, like games that you want to get your hand on or something that you want to do like just kind of your long term kind of holy grail like uh, your white whale. Yeah. The the holy grail the grail games that I that I love that I would like to have in a cut because right now I have a wood rail that works that's it oh hmm. and that's been thinned down from you know I had like a junkyard I had a demolition man mm-hmm. had a hurricane and then a plethora you are the junkyard crummy... and the demolition man <laughs> what's that you kind of are a junkyard <laughs> and demolition man like that is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um. Well, those are different stories. But uh, <laughs> Grail games are like Creature. It's just that, like, I'm never going to throw past my family and be like, you know, braces or, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. It's never going to It's never gonna happen. It's, I don't think I'll ever say, like, again. Because I got, I got married. I sold off my games for a ring because that mm-hmm. shit's expensive. Sure. And, you know, so anyway, uh, that's. 
that's kind of one. And getting the Joker poker back. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to happen amazing. one day. The Father's Day is coming up. But anyway, <laughs> so that, yeah, those are probably it. Um, as far as art, I love a, I, I love these ballets right now. I'm just stupid about Evil Knievel. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how I, I got a cabinet and I got a play field that was shot. And those, and those two things, and some plastics. Those two things I think I've made, like, legit, like, 12 pieces out of, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I just did I did trophies for Pinvasion, which is a Southern Fried, happened on the same weekend as y'all's show. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, recently. Yeah, like two weekends. Yeah, weekend. first weekend of July. Or June, I, I mean. So number one was Evil Knievel. Was that, that's that Harley Davidson one. And so that was my... My grand bride. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, and I did um I did this Dolly Parton recently, and I I don't know why anybody would retheme it other than I don't like pink, but I think it's <laughs> too it's many butterflies. A, it, <laughs> it's such a yeah. I don't. I think well, I I just did a farfalla. Oh wow. Field, yeah, that's beautiful. Fire, mm-hmm. and that thing is the the cat's amazing. I sold both sides to that cabinet where. I, Cut out the butterfly and you know cut out the girl, mm-hmm. and um, and now I just got the play field. And that's that so such a great romantic. There's people kissing on a bridge. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> so weird. Like welcome to Italy. What game can we make that's just yeah, cool, man? So um, that's that's another fun game. But anyhow, so well then my question is like before we started recording, you're sort of talking about this is that someone swiped your name because um, we were talking about the uh, trophy that you made for the Northwest Pinball Champions. And I think you made the ones for the Monday Night Pinball Champs up here too, right? Like our team leagues. Yeah, that's yeah. That Bobby Orr. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Thing, Still going strong. Around. Yeah, it transfers teams every I, every couple seasons. I hope the lights still work. I oh, can't yeah, they imagine do. they do. Uh-huh. They do. Do they? That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just okay, got to change out the batteries. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, but then I was, I, so... I was like, okay, I made it for Tim. And then right. like Tim and I go, but we, Tim and I worked together a long time ago. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, <laughs> he and told he, me this I great remember him. He was like this fucking, uh, he was so mad at the software. And I was like, that guy's angry. <laughs> and then I found out he was a really cool pinball player. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Tim real quick, but, he um, sent me a message the other day. That. He sent me a message the other day saying, I'm at a bar in Pittsburgh playing against winning pinball against winning at pinball against someone I've never met before. And they said, aren't you that Tommy tilt guy? <laughs> Cause I've given him the nickname <laughs> tilt turn and it's stuck. And some stranger in Pittsburgh called him that. It's so great. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to see him for lunch tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Bring that I'm up for sure. He'll be mad. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh God. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so there's a spin class or like a, a bicycle club oh, that has God, your name. So... I so yeah, I registered Tilt Cycle. I didn't trademark it because I didn't think you know, when you trademark you it's it's expensive and then you have to you have to go after people that, that take your name, but I didn't think anybody else who is an artist right. would steal the name Tilt Cycle. However, if I'm naming my tilt my I'm sorry, my cycling class out of Sarasota, Florida, <laughs> Tilt Cycle, I'm gonna do a little, a little research research and yeah. go, Okay, this is stupid because i don't think till and i go oh yeah cycling you know i don't it just doesn't yeah. make any sense like there's a there's like how many decades the, the word tilt was used in, in pinball and like right. that's the first thing you think mm-hmm. so this jag off decided i'm gonna make <laughs> i'm gonna call my business tilt cycle and so now they're on you know Graham ruining my tag, but not a big it's not a big deal. Nobody should ever confuse us because and that's the thing, if I even trademarked it, I'd have to go after him and prove that he was infringing upon my profits. And which that nobody you, Yeah. Right. No and that you were there first and all this stuff. stuff. Not a big deal. Yeah, we had yeah. a similar thing However, with Skillshot, but that got you know, taken care of. Um there's a company half an hour south of us that was calling yeah. themselves Skillshot. 
And we're like, hey, we kind of we're here first. Uh, would you mind changing your name? And there's a little bit of back and forth and hemming and hawing. And they finally, you know, decided to change their name, which is cool. So thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit of headbutting um, sometimes. Yeah. Easier but, said um, than done. But yeah. yeah. We used to call them the tossers, the, the other skill shot. So. <laughs> other, oh, that's so yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the .net and .com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Well, cool. So, um, do you have anything to plug, like your website? Like, um, okay. Oh, we're just going to wrap up the show. So can you just uh, tell everyone where to find you and um, just plug, oh, yeah, plug okay. yourself? So Instagram slash Tilt Cycle. And, and I, I standardize it. So it's tiltcycle.com. Um, Facebook you know, slash Tilt Cycle. Pinterest list, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Except Snapchat because I, who has the time and right. I'm not 12. Right. But that's just personal. Um, <laughs> so everything's there. And then if you want to um, come hang out at, uh, at Replay Effects. So yeah. I'll be there the duration and I'm going to be unveiling some really cool stuff. So I'm, I'm very excited about awesome. it. Awesome. I can't so, wait to see you there. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. The reunion is going to be insane. It's going to be hard to get. It's going to be hard to do any business. Let me talk to everybody. They're like, what? Yeah, I met you before, but it's it's different. There's a lot of people now. Right, right, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Oh my yeah. gosh, and 820 well, people luck. in the tournament. So we'll see. <laughs> first round, first round is just practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for going. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All, All right. right. Take care, good. Dan. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So now it's just you and me, Graham. Mm-hmm. So just sorry to anyone that um we didn't think it was going to have that many flubs and like audio issues. Yeah, you know, it's uh, layers and layers of technology that we're trying to use concurrently. So uh, for free, <laughs> yeah, exactly for free. Thanks. Uh, shout out to Google for letting yeah. us uh, <laughs> hang out. Use your amazing, yeah, hanging out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was great. Dan's got a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, if if uh, for some reason you didn't hear him there at the end, you can find him at tiltcycle.com or instagram.com slash tiltcycle at tilt cycle on instagram uh really cool stuff mm-hmm. even if even if you don't have the cash the to buy something you should just go and he check will it do out trades i traded him a record for the piece that i have oh that's awesome yeah it was yeah. the pinball summer soundtrack that i got so <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. heavily featured uh, in an episode last year <laughs> mm-hmm. cool well uh thanks so much for listening actually do you have any plugs that you want to make no Kayla? i don't think so yeah we're in the new razor cake is out now issue number 95 96 Geez, I, it might be 98 at this point, but it's got Mikey Erg on the cover. Check that out. Cool. And uh, I think we've mentioned this already, but the new skill shot is out there. Uh, issue 48, I think. So mm-hmm. take a look out for that. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys around. Yeah, sounds good. Bye. Bye.